0: From the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, this is the news from rural America. There's a silver lining in the supply chain slowdown this holiday season. Many small-town main streets are stocked with locally made scarves, artwork, honey, and other gifts. Jessica Campos with the Center for Rural Affairs says it's changed folks' shopping habits. To think more locally in terms of supporting their neighbors, their local food system, and local economies. And almost two-thirds of local small businesses also have a functioning website to place orders and shop safely online. The number of newly completed COVID vaccinations in rural counties declined for the third consecutive week, according to Tim Mirima, editor of the Daily Yonder. He says continued vaccine hesitancy is higher in non-urban areas. The gap between metro and rural vaccination rates has been pretty steady at about 12 percentage points, and that's significant. No one really knows why suicide rates are higher in some sparsely populated western states like Montana. Unfortunately, we've had the distinction of being in the top five for all suicides of all ages. Basically, throughout the last 30 years, Kelly Edwards runs YAM, the Youth Aware of Mental Health program housed at the Center for Research on Rural Education. They enlist trusted local extension agents to help struggling teenagers in areas where therapists and psychiatrists are hundreds of miles away. Let's say you live in eastern Montana, you might be driving six hours for mental health care if you were in a crisis. Extension agents start by meeting with ninth-graders to help them learn more about their own emotions and understand there's a difference between normal feelings of sadness or nervousness and depression. In a small northwest Iowa town, The Storm Lake Times weaves the fabric of the community in large ways and small. A new documentary telling the Pulitzer Prize-winning local newspaper Story of Survival debuts this month on PBS's Independent Lens series. Art Cullen publishes The Storm Lake Times a sometimes controversial news outlet staffed entirely by family members. Now people want to get their news for free. And without strong local journalism, the fabric of the place becomes frayed. And that's not how you sustain a democracy. Since 2004, more than 500 rural newspapers have shut down or been absorbed. Cullen's son, Tom, says even after winning journalism's most prestigious prize, they had to launch a GoFundMe campaign to survive the pandemic and worries more rural counties will become news deserts. The prospect of the newspaper not being around terrifies me. The paper is known for its scrappy coverage of immigration, climate change, and big agriculture. So let's get that story For the Yonder Report and Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. For more rural stories, visit dailyyonder.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun.